0: So, oh. Jim Clowk here with the Phenomenal Business Growth Podcast. I hope everybody is having a phenomenal day. My friend Derek Wright's joining me today. Derek, how you doing, bud? I'm
1: doing phenomenal. How, how are you, Jim?
0: I am doing phenomenal as well. It's so great to have you here on the podcast. You'll great have to, to help. Here. Yeah, you'll have to help me out here. Um, we We met. Probably a couple years ago, maybe eighteen months ago, at a phenomenal conference.
1: Yeah, it would have been my first conference with phenomenal. Would have been last October, so that's as far back as it could have been.
0: Okay, all right. Well, um, gosh, my first one was almost twenty years ago. <laughs> I'm an old goat. But that's ar- why you're excelling. Yeah, been around for a while. Known Howard for a long time. Um. Something that I really love about you is you have a lot of energy, you have a great personality, and you're very positive. And when I see you at these events, you always come up to me, you shake my hand, you pat me on the back, and you often ask, are you speaking today? Which is kind of nice. And and you ask how I'm doing. Do you treat everybody that way? Uh, You know, I try
1: to. Yeah, I, you know, a long time ago, I was ta- taught that we're supposed to treat everybody with respect. You know, and one of the things I really try to do is when I travel, you know, you go into these resorts, you go into these hotels, and you got all the people that are helping you, and these guys are working their butts off for you. And you know, I try to treat—I don't care if you're a CEO or if you're the garbage man—gonna treat you all with the same respect. I'm gonna say hi, ask you how your day is, and hopefully, even having a drink with you.
0: Yeah, and that's important. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up because we all put our pants on one leg at a time. Um, And the only difference amongst us is the differences we choose to have. And, you know, some people may have more wealth. Some people may have more education. Some people may have a different background, you know, one from another. But we're all human beings. We all deserve to be treated well. And it's refreshing to hear that from you, because if everybody had a 10th of what you have inside your heart, I think this would be a better community in our country to live in, don't you?
1: Man, I appreciate that. I You're, you're probably giving me a little more praise than I deserve, but I, I do appreciate that. I look at it like this, you know, everything in this world is an ecosystem and we need everybody doing their job and you know from top to bottom because if we were all ceos ain't nothing gonna get done you know so we need everybody from top to bottom and so that's why i look at it and like hey your job's as much as important as mine if not more and so i appreciate what you do and i want to make sure i show that and so i i appreciate that acknowledgement Jim.
0: Yeah, no, you're welcome. And, and it's really true. You know, sometimes I think of people like uh, Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, Elon Musk, and how much time they sacrificed. And they love what they do. But that's not for me. But they've done such great things that allow me to work easier and better in my personal life and my business life by producing software and hardware. And It's like a sacrifice. And even though they're billionaires, that's fine. They can have that. I know my place. I'm not a billionaire. I'm probably not going to become one. And the reason why I'm pretty sure I won't become one is because I haven't set that goal. And to become a billionaire, you've really got to set that goal generally. And so so I understand it doesn't matter what level, whether it's a very high level or a very low level, everyone is needed, even the person who's, you know, sweeping the streets. Those people are important. However, some people will look down on them, won't they?
1: Oh, absolutely. You know, it's a shame. You know, to me, it's like we we want to improve the world overall. And, you know, I look at it as everybody has two hands. And as we climb that uh, ladder of success is what they call it. You know, if we took, if we climb the next step and we reach back and help two other people take their next step, no matter, you know, eventually we improve the entire world. You know, we can bring up the bottom by everybody at the top, just reaching back. Everybody just reaching back and help the next two people. If every one person helped two people, before you know it, we're changing the world.
0: I agree. And, you know, Derek, I get frustrated um, along the same lines. I say to people. If every American, every American just did one percent more positive thing, whether it's work an extra half hour a month to, you know, to help the GDP or volunteer a half hour a month more or spend time with their children or their elderly parents or, or the nursing home people, whatever it is, it would be a better world. We. We limit ourselves. We're such a, a rich society in many ways, financially and with other great benefits we have in the United States of America. But it's amazing to me how we kind of limit ourselves. Don't you agree that we all have a little more in us? And if we did the positive things, we probably wouldn't have money issues in certain neighborhoods. We probably wouldn't have certain health issues because I know that you're about health and you work out. If we all just did a little more, right? Oh,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. To me, you know, we were created by our God to be kings and not over people, over this earth. You know, and if we were all just sharing and helping and as we grow, share, yeah, it could absolutely be a better place. And, you know, understand that everybody out there, I don't care what you think about them, they're all children of God and he loves them all. And, you know, they make, we all make, choices and there's consequences with choices good or bad you know you make good choices you get good consequences you make poor choices the consequences follow and you know but the beauty part is is uh, for me is, is as you are blessed and as you succeed you know look for those ways to help others you know life is four parts it's your business it's your body It's your relationships and it's your spirituality and to have that kingdom lifestyle, all four of those have to be at a high level, but it's hard to, because we get out of balance. You know, you get involved in work, you spend too much time at work, you end up causing problems with your relationships, or maybe you spend too much time in your relationships and your, your business falls apart, or maybe you're doing both and you're not taking care of your body and your health falls apart. I mean, So it is a balancing act and you have to be intentional to make sure that you are hitting all four of those, you know, to make sure that you're bringing them all up because the reality is if you're lacking in one area, it's going to affect the others.
0: I couldn't agree with you more. And you said intentional. Um, Everything I do in my life is very deliberate. There's no accidents, um, you know, from, from, my nutrition, you know, diet to to exercise, to my education, to my business, to my personal time, my relationships. We talk about the wheel all the time and all those little spokes, all those components. And when we're at a phenomenal conference, it almost always comes up the wheel It almost always comes up on the screen. And we sit down there and we fill it out. And then Howard Partridge will ask, does anyone have a flat side of the wheel? Thump, 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 thump. And most of the people in the room have their hand go up. Now, I will say, and I'm not bragging here, but I've been working on my wheel for decades. I, I've i had a thump, 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 but I, I, I don't anymore. I, I just, I won't let that happen. Um, and so if I'm unbalanced in my life, Let's say that I'm working too much. I'm conscious and cognizant of that. And luckily in my business, I can pull away a bit and then put that time into my health and spiritual and my family and my other relationships and my diet and all the things that are so important because Derek, I know you know this. If you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of others in your business or your personal relationships, correct?
1: One hundred percent. It all starts with your body. You know, you got to be. You know, not that that's the uh, ultimate and everything, but like you say, if you're not taking care of you yourself, you can't be good for anybody else. That's absolutely one hundred percent true.
0: It's true. So when we go to the phenomenal conferences, the Inner Circle conferences, everything we've spoken about so far in this podcast, we get at these events. It's a family. It's a community positive people um howard partridge is in charge of the entire clan (laughs) (laughs) because it is a clan it's a group and he leads everyone well and he knows everyone personally he'll he'll come up to us and give us a hug and he'll connect us with the right people to help us with our businesses and actually our personal lives as well how has the inner circle helped you in your business and your personal life? Well, for me, I was looking for systems. I didn't have
1: systems in my business, and Howard is one of those guys that he's really adamant about getting those systems in. Think about Howard, and the one thing I love about him is he leads with love. Yeah. You know, he does genuinely care about everybody in his community. You know, um, one of the one of my mentors. Dr. Miles Monroe said before he passed away, he said he found the key to success. Now, reality, you know, when they're talking about the will, there's nine spokes on that will, and Howard will e- e- inevitably ask, Where which one of these wills are you supposed to fail in? What one of these spokes? Well, none of them. You're supposed to be successful in all of them. And my mentor says the key to success is don't chase success. The key to success is to become a person of value and then success will chase you. So when you become that person of value, of value in each one of those spokes where you're producing value to others, that's how you build up your your spokes and you build it up to the outside and you start succeeding in every area.
0: Derek, that is so profound and it's so true. Um, a lot of us chase success but we're not necessarily doing the right things. We kind of put the cart before the horse, maybe. Um, Maybe we should be doing things that will attract success. Do you believe in the law of attraction? Do you understand what that is, the law of attraction? I I do. Yeah, yeah. So the law of attraction is is, um, you put something out and you'll get it back. If you're really negative and everything's a doomsday day, you're going to attract people who are negative. If you hang out with millionaires, you're more likely to become a millionaire. And if you hang out with people on welfare, you're more likely to be on welfare. Hang out with people who are ex-cons, we're more likely to be a con. So it's so important to be doing the right thing, spending time with the right people. That's what I love about the inner circle at Phenomenal Business Coaching. It's it's um it's such a positive place. I tell people this all the time. I I mention this on almost every podcast. It's really like going to church in some ways. Wouldn't you agree?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. It is definitely led by faith. And, you know, um, even Christ, when he started his mission, his uh, ministry, the very first thing he said after coming out of the water, being baptized by John, he looked at the people and he told them, repent. And repent doesn't mean drag up the past. It means Translation is change the way you think. Yeah. We have to think differently. You know, uh, we got to think, you got to believe. Every All your actions will follow how you think and how you believe. And if you're I'm 100% correct, if you're hanging around a bunch of negative people, that's going to affect how you think and how you believe. So hanging around better people, you know, like I said, try to get around those people that inspire, inspire you, that challenge you, that encourage you. You know, in all aspects of life, not just business, in your physical. Man, don't don't go to the gym and hang out with the guys that all they want to do is sit by the soda machine. You know, that ain't, that ain't working out. Go find those guys that are really killing it and ask them what they're doing. Figure out how to do it. You know, same with business. Follow those guys, you know, in your own uh, market. Go find the guys that are killing it and find out what are they doing. We don't have to recreate the will anymore. That's the beautiful thing I found out about, you know, getting around better people than I is there, most of them are willing to share. I mean, and they're happy to do that because they. I can compress time this way. It took them 20 years and they'll teach me and I can get it done in a year. So, you know, for me, I'm an older older guy. I don't got 20 more years. I need to compress that time. So being around those type of <laughs> minds and picking at their brains and man, they're super willing to help you out with the information, but you gotta remember that's part of it is we gotta get the knowledge, which is the information, but then we have to understand it, which is the comprehension. And then we have to apply it. That's when wisdom comes. Is when you start to apply all that knowledge that now you understand and you put it into practice. And that's when the real wisdom comes to play.
0: Which is why I'm sure you'll agree with me because we're both over 30 now. (laughs) Wink, wink. (laughs) Um, You get to a certain stage in life where you say to yourself, I wish I knew this when I was 25 or 35. And if you're a person who learns from your mistakes and other people's mistakes, and you take all the cumulative data you've learned over the years, you can really excel at this stage of life. Um, and, and so I can tell that, that you are growing leaps and bounds now more so than probably 30 years ago because I know I am. Would you agree?
1: Oh, absolutely. I got I got lost in the whole pleasures of the flesh and pleasures of the world. And, you know, instead of staying by nose to the ground and, and learning the stuff, you know, sit on my laurels, sit on where I'm at and just go out and have fun, which caused me a lot of problems. You know, now, if I would have known now, like I say, if I would have known then what I know now, I'd be a lot further along and being able to help a lot more people. So my my goal is to You know, I want to, God tells you, he says, delight in me and I'll give you the desires of your heart. Well, I got two. I want to be great for his kingdom and a good man for my family, the way the Bible describes it. He says, a good man will leave an inheritance for his kids and his kids' kids. That's not just money, but that's part of it. It also is, what kind of legacy did you leave? What did you stand for? What did you represent? Are they proud to say, that was my grandpa? You know, did you leave that type of legacy? And my my goal is whatever time left God's given me on this earth is to take that to the next level, build that legacy, to leave that behind, leave a business that's self-functioning, helping as many people as possible to come in and know nothing, but have the right mindset, get them on a path to success so that their families are taken care of, you know, that you can leave a legacy behind that will ripple through generations.
0: And I agree. And it doesn't just have to be financial in, in, you know, many instances like you touched upon. It's, it's what has that elder left behind. Maybe a grandparent spent time with the children and, you know, grandchildren and, and taught them some things and, and got to know them well. And they have fond memories of, of their grandparents and you know, maybe they lead a certain life because of that, if it's a positive influence if it's a negative one, that's not a good legacy, right That's a bad legacy and And I think most of us have good intentions and um uh, this is a great message it's It's important to at some point in your life grow up and say, "You know, what is my responsibility to myself and my family today and the ones that will come after?" And I'll tell you something really interesting is we're doing something right now, Derek, that we couldn't have done a few decades ago. And that is produce this podcast, which will live forever. And one day. Someone who you don't even know that's related to you are going to type in your name or their name, and this is going to come up and they're going to see you. And that's cool.
1: That that is cool to think about. I appreciate you sharing that with me. Yeah, that's cool going through life one thing that uh as far as making a difference and changing you know god allows us to make our own choices that's the free will he gave us but he also allows us to fail Mm. and he took me he took me to the brink of bankruptcy before i could figure it out where i only had one left place to turn and that was go to my knees and he was waiting there with arms open wide to bring me back like the prodigal son I was and put me on the path to a future that I couldn't, wouldn't have had without him. And he was willing to do that for anybody out there. When we decide to surrender and realize that away from him, we can do nothing, but with him, all things are possible. And he took me from the uh, brink of bankruptcy to being financially secure again and a growing company each year then we're growing and i lead it all and i give him all the credit because only but by god do i have that and so you know i the one thing i want to make sure that people understand is god created us to be in business he gave us a business plan before he gave us a wife i mean right out the gate at genesis he put man he wouldn't let anything grow on the earth until he had a manager to manage the earth and he says be productive which he said be fruitful which translates into be productive you know, he says to to share it, to, you know, redo it. it. It's a business plan in there. And we're supposed to lead that way. We're supposed to help as many people as possible with the, you know, as he opens his resources to us, we should be sharing it with those around us. And that, that's just near to my heart.
0: I couldn't agree more. Your story almost sounds like Dave Ramsey's story. I'm not sure if you know much about Dave Ramsey's story, but he went bankrupt. Um, and um, he's a big believer. And he came out of the ruins and now he's well, extremely wealthy and he touches many people and he helps them with their finances. And so he's, he's a great example of what you're talking about.
1: He is. In fact, he's got a new program out there called smart dollar for Mm -hmm. businesses that you can use as a benefit. I just, I signed up my team up with it. It helps them, gives them a, a budget, teaches them how to take care of their money, you know, because I can pay somebody no matter what amount. They can still be living paycheck to paycheck. So I want to be a good steward to help them learn. How do I do this correctly so that I always have money? You know, and that's what it's about. We're supposed to be good managers. If you're not a good manager of anything, you'll lose it. If you don't manage your body, you'll lose your health. If you don't manage your finances, you'll go broke. If You don't manage your relationships, you'll lose them. We need to be better managers and stewards of whatever God brings into our world. And when we do that, he rewards that, you know, just the, the the story of the talents, you know, he gave one guy five, he turned it into 10. Another guy, four, he turned it into eight. The one guy that got one was scared. He went and buried it. Oh. When that, when the uh, landowner came back, he says, are you kidding me? You couldn't even put it in the bank so I can get interest. I'm going to take it from you and give it to the guy who's got 10, which makes sense because he knows what to do with it. Yes. He's going to make you some more money. So that's where God says, he says, look, I'm going to give you finances. I'm going to give you opportunities. What are you willing to do with it? Are you willing to manage what you have to begin with? Because I can't trust you with much if you can't manage little. So no matter where people are at, when they understand, I have an opportunity here. I don't have to stay here. It's up to me what I do with the opportunities that are presented. No matter where you're at, what you're making, what your income level is, there's always an opportunity and when you do the right things with it, and when you trust in God and you put it, you know, when you're willing to give back, He's willing to give more. He says, I'll as you give, I'll return it. Uh pressed down, shaking it together, and overflowing. But you have to have that faith to take that step.
0: Yeah. This has been such a great message, and and I totally agree. Okay, this has been awesome, my friend. I'm looking forward to seeing you at the next event, Phenomenal Business Coaching Inner Circle. By the way, people who are watching this, if you have any interest in joining us, there's a link in the description of this podcast. And you can go to the boot camp, and I'm sure Howard would love to have you come visit all of these great people, including Derek, I'll tell you what, to to those
1: who listen, it pays off. Uh, First year of being in the inner circle, I grew 33%. And I I contribute a lot of that to the help I got out of the circle. The people like you, Jim, like other people being around, implementing what I learned. And it it just pays off to be around the right people, have the right mindset, and put God first in everything. He says, seek my kingdom first and my righteousness, and I'll take care of all of your needs. So you don't have to go to work to pay your bills. You go to work to make an influence and God's got the rest. Yeah.
0: Derek, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it.
1: No, thank you so much for having me. It meant a lot to me and I appreciate you. And I've been looking forward to this. So I look forward to seeing you in person. Shake your hand again, give you a hug and ask you how you're doing.